0: A podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Season 4. Do you have an idea for an episode, or a question about sobriety, spirituality, 12 Steps,
1: or sponsorship? Email us at yourself at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at podcast underscore greater underscore than underscore yourself
2: or Doctor Underscore Silkworth. Okay, welcome back to podcast Greater Than Yourself. I gotta, I gotta start. You're supposed to start hot. The seminar that I okay. went to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the seminar that I went <laughs> to. <laughs> told me to start hot uh what's going on burning desire time yet again my name is john barleycorn and uh, and oh, wait no see you're not the co-host <laughs> this time you're oh, not the co-host shit. Yeah, okay never co-host, mind so Rewind. my co-host this week is mr clarence welcome clarence thank you <laughs> <You're> excited <welcome. laughs> yeah great yes <laughs> with us today our featured guest for for the episode is Mrs. Jones.
1: Can I speak now? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> this is your designated time. No, no,
1: no, no, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a perfect segue <laughs> into what I want to talk about. Ooh. Resentments. Oh shit. Everybody's favorite topic. Yep.
2: Yeah. So I just yeah I just made the list. Is that what we're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <definitely. laughs> It's—I know it's off camera, but I have a notebook. Right I'm here Drawing columns, columns as we speak. I'm truly honored. Um, I heard there was yes. a—I heard there was a
2: column debacle at at a recent meeting. <laughs>
1: do you know what which I'm talking about? one <laughs> um, yeah, i'm not gonna the one about 14 columns oh jeez oh. <laughs> what the
2: hell yep.
1: yep that's that's a thing that's a thing oh someone spoke about is that yeah. one of those things where somebody is like
2: reading all of like 64 through 71 and they're like counting like everything as a column and like everything is in one thing and it's oh all my. a column
1: F and got actually no, this was about um, step eight and all the different kinds of amends that we can ha- have to make and so how we put them in 14 different columns. <laughs> and there's an explanation from the text. Yes, I know. I know. And I but I, I kept my face straight during that explanation. <laughs> Clarence did not
0: just now. so <laughs> <laughs> I know as long as you have the 14th column it's really it's that last 14th column (laughs) Uh,
1: they're uh they're in order for a reason yeah you're gonna you're not gonna recover
2: (laughs) if you do only 13 columns of fucking amazing. i know yeah wow
1: like i know the program itself is really simple and like I know I complicated it with my own misconceptions, mm-hmm. let alone stuff that we hear in the fellowship. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like right. We don't have to make it worse. Um, but, but for real, the, um, my burning desire, <laughs> if I can, <laughs> if I may launch into yes, it. Please. Um, uh, awesome. Awesome. It's, um, it's going to be about pages 66 and 67 about their resentment inventory, because um, this This topic seems to come up a lot. Um, I know you and I have spoken about it before. Um, When I first came in, I had a resentment that I'd been carrying for decades, and it was around stuff that had happened as a kid. And I had a sponsor initially tell me when I got to the fourth column um, of the resentment inventory on that issue, um, I just put fuck them in the fourth column like I literally did (laughs) and and my first sponsor said no you have to look at your part and I and I said you know what that doesn't sound right you know and I was still new but I asked around and I ended up switching sponsors Mm -hmm. and I'm still friends with number one like we're good but um but with that second sponsor she explained to me no you didn't have a part in this," and. The way the book is laid out, it doesn't talk about parts anyway, regardless if it's if I'm the victim of a crime or if it's somebody I stepped on their toes and they were literally, you know, it's it's a it's a fancied resentment. Regardless, when we get to that fourth column or when we get to page 67, we're not talking about parts. We're talking about 100 percent my reaction, my faults, my mistakes. Mm-hmm. I have to be able to put out of my mind the wrongs others had done. And in my experience, that little phrase right there on 67, where it says, referring to our list again, putting out of our minds the wrongs others had done, like, how how do we do that? Like, you know, I've been carrying around a resentment for decades, believing that I'm right. And in some cases, yeah, I'm right. I'm a victim. You know, they literally were wrong. How do I just put that out of my mind? Mm Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that unless I really had followed the observations and prayers in the passages prior of being able to look at this from an entirely different angle, Mm -hmm. being able to see that if I stay in this state of staring at column one and column two, what they did, uh, I'm going to stay sick and I'm going to shut myself off from the sunlight of the spirit and I'll pick up a drink again. Um, So I have to find a way to look at this differently, to look at the people in that first column as perhaps spiritually sick, to realize that when I'm resentful, I am spiritually sick. I'm the sick man. (laughs) Um, And then completely disregard what they did so I can look at my own mistakes. And regardless of how reckless or irresponsible we can be as children or or as teenagers i you know i don't believe that we are to take on the blame when we are the victims of you know sex abuse sure. um other other kinds of abuse but in holding on to the resentment as an adult years later i hurt other people Yeah. And that's how I could see the mistakes that I made 100% me. The people who hurt me are not to blame for my reaction years later. Mm -hmm. And when I got to see that it set me free in a way that, um, man, it's like, I can't remember the last time I got angry. I can't remember the last time I actually held a resentment and it feels like unlocking the solution to this one specific resentment I had around sexual abuse um, changed the course of my entire life. Hmm. So I get, um, I get kind of soapboxy about about it when people say, look for your part, Right. you know, cause we're not talking about that. We're just not. Um, and whether it's, whether it's a situation where I have been literally harmed or I'm just resentful at someone and they're actually not to blame. If I'm thinking about my part, then I'm thinking that they have a part mm-hmm. and I am looking at it as we're comparing behavior, comparative negligence. So I've got a pie chart in my head <laughs> that says that, you know, like you were 70% to blame and maybe I'm 30, uh, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm living <laughs> literally like it's described on page 61, where it says admitting he may be somewhat at fault. He is sure. Other people are more to blame. I'm mm-hmm. comparing myself to them. Right. And, and that's not the point of this. Right. Um, I also, I play, and this just doesn't come from the book, but it just, it helped me um, see my mistakes in a way I hadn't encountered before uh, with my dad, who's an alcoholic. I resented him for being an alcoholic. You know, and right away on paper, I'm like, "Duh!" You know, I'm I'm hypocritical. (laughs) You know, like I mean, I could see the I could see the hypocrisy and I could see the pettiness and the resentment intellectually, but I still couldn't shake it until, um, at the suggestion of somebody, I, the way I put out of my mind the wrongs my father had done is I pretended, what if he had been the perfect father my entire life. Whatever that looks like, whatever that means, then what kind of daughter have I been? Again, as an adult, Mm -hmm. and when I considered that, you take my excuses and my rationalizations away because it's like, like, oh, I don't call as much. I'm not in touch. I'm not very considerate. I'm not. uh, I don't act very interested in what's going on in his life, his health, you know. And I see, and it's like, well, yeah, because how he was when I was a kid you take that rationalization away, I am left with me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm a shitty daughter. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and so I was able to completely put out of my mind the wrongs he had done by pretending that it didn't happen <laughs> for the purpose of looking f- for my faults. Yeah. And, um, and it doesn't mean that I am immune to being hurt or that I condone ways in which others had hurt me, it's simply a path to be able to look at myself, to crack my ego in a way that I'm able to see my faults and admit them and make things right. Um, So I'm very um, uh, passionate about this solution. the other, if I can <laughs> mention another, another little soapbox point that I know we've we've all experienced, that you know, the, the suggestion from one of the personal stories in the back of praying for the person <laughs> right. for two weeks, you know, that shit. And it's like, God is my employer, you know. I am to ask God how I can be helpful to the person who offends me. If I am praying for that person, it's like I'm telling God, no, you do it. You help him. I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> you know kind of nonsense is that you know and um so the directions that we have down um work in ways that i just um i can't say enough about and that is my burning desire
2: hell yeah so cool i i think i probably thought about 57 different ways uh (laughs) that i wanted to go off from what you were talking about (laughs) I'm, I'm like, there's so many different things that come to mind, but first off, I just love the gumption of like, I've got a bone to pick about resentments. It's like, <laughs> 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 I love the thought of that. Um, yeah, yeah. The one thing that, that like, I mean, you just, you, 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 like I said, you covered a whole bunch of stuff there. Um. I think somebody who's probably not, uh, sponsored, you know, a few hundred people like the three of us have, (laughs) um, may not have the experience, um, with going through this part of the directions with enough people to to hear everything that you just said and to think like i could literally have a four-hour conversation about everything that you just said like Mm -hmm. there's there there was like six or seven different parts of that where i'm like that's a 30-minute discussion right there (laughs) um so it's kind of hard to pick out exactly but one thing that um i love the differentiation there where it's like there there is importance it's not just semantics there's importance in looking at my mistakes because not my part, because like right. <laughs> the book says fancied or real, you know, um, a resentment against somebody who did nothing to me will kill me just as dead as a resentment against someone who did something to me, you know? Exactly. Because it's my fucking resentment. Um, exactly. Now, so what's
0: your part in a, an imaginary <laughs> event? <laughs> 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 so the with that in mind
2: what I really like and and which is kind of like a a div, like a I don't know like a, a branch off of what you're talking about what I really like is this idea of at the bottom of page 66 this is another thing that I think people think is semantic where people go well the book says that they're spiritually sick and that I should treat and it's like okay so let's see what the book says it says perhaps uh, well, yeah we realized that the people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick you know it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's the same thing that you mentioned at the end there where it's like my role here is not to be like uh okay dude at Starbucks pissed me off God this guy's a fucking sick bastard you know like <laughs> show me how to not kill myself with anger and be helpful I guess right like that's yeah. not the thought here because like this could be entirely imagined right so like right perhaps this person's spiritually sick why are we really looking at perhaps they're spiritually sick it seems like in the context of this part of the book the reason that we're saying perhaps they're spiritually sick is because we've spent five pages talking about not alcohol But the internal illness that's going to drive me back to the insanity of the first drink Unless it's treated through an effective spiritual experience And so when I'm looking at this like it's really important for me to know I'm not just doing this shit because like I want to get in touch with myself or I want to like Even even like necessarily that like I I don't want to drink again It's it's that I have a spiritual illness that manifests in all these ways that block me, right? And if I don't understand that that is what I'm dealing with, spiritual sickness, and that that is how I'm going to conquer it, then I'm totally missing what we're doing, right? Right, And I think that it's really important to talk about it and to frame it that way, Um, and also to kind of bridge from column three to whatever. People want to say the 67 paragraph is not column four. Hey, uh, congratulations, guy! You fucking win. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> fucking column four. We make it column four. You I don't win. Care. Call with the fuck whatever you want.
1: Uh, the book doesn't use the word column, so right?
2: yeah, exactly. It just draws three <laughs> fucking columns on the page right before I'm talking about. Um, so, so yeah, like I, th- I think the importance of that sick man prayer is just like again reiterating like, perhaps. Like us, spiritually sick. Exactly. Again, we're like, we're asked to take a new look at this. And this is something that, you know, uh, early in in my recovery, something that Clarence said stuck with me forever about um, kind of this imagined or real thing where, you know, someone who I do not hold near to me could do the same exact thing to that, that someone I love does and I will forgive the person I love and I will hate the other person forever. Yes. And yep. what I learn in these steps is that I already possess the ability to see someone in this way, but I don't see these people I resent this way because I'm not seeing that truth. I'm not seeing that I have the ability to recognize that in them. And just like you talked about, and looking at my mistakes. Well, it could be as simple as that, that like you did with your, with your dad, with that example that mm. I, I have not stopped and even just thought baseline. Who am I considering here? That, just me. Okay. Inconsiderate. I'll put that in the fourth column. Yes. It's a column and then I'll move on. Right. <laughs> Next resentment.
0: I love this topic as well. Cause I actually, I'm definitely guilty of saying parts and my part. And, uh, and it was pretty recently actually that someone, I had said it and I wasn't really even paying attention or even thinking about it. And I, like my, my understanding of it is very similar. And then, but someone did roast me. <laughs> 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 but I used it. It was like, it's not semantics. And they really broke it down and it just like, just like you did. And it was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, like how could someone, po- how could I possibly have a part in like some traumatic? But even though I wasn't right. looking at it in that way, when because it wasn't shown to me, like, what's my part? It was still, as you described, like, my faults. but I never really connected the difference between, like, the semantics of saying my part and, like, how it really does um, affect how a lot of people see it as fourth step, which is like that, you know, completely misses the point of, like, I'm looking – if there's parts, then yeah, I'm still stuck right in that in column because yeah. it's them and me when like it says we're, yeah. we're, we're removing them entirely. Right. Like,
1: right. Right. You know, resentment comes from self. It doesn't come from the situation or the other person. Right. You know, I want to blame that, but it just, it just doesn't hold water anymore. Um, and thank God for that. You know, just like you were saying, John, um, about how we have the capacity to forgive certain people for the same things that we resent in others. Right. And, you know, don't even realize that we're kind of playing favorites as it were, you know, I I like using the, um, the really silly example of, you know, um, used to be when I'd go to the grocery store, if I'm in the express lane and someone in front of me has more than 10 items, I'm like, come on, man, (laughs) you know, we have an honor system here. We have rules to follow, (laughs) be a good citizen. You know, I have somewhere to be, you know, but if someone behind me has more than 10 items, I'm like, ah, look at you. (laughs) Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) I literally do not care. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, um, it's only as it relates to me, as it affects me. Self centered.
2: Right. I think with a lot of the ones, you know, you like, Many times in sponsorship, um uh, and certainly in my own uh f- fourth step, you know there's stuff that happens in childhood, and then we're looking at that through the eyes of an adult who's lived a whole life, right um, and oftentimes people will kind of struggle with that with that yes, it's a fourth column with the fourth column, right. <laughs> With this idea of I'm going to put out of my mind the first three things and I'm just going to go, what mistakes have I made, right? And one way, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, one way that I frame that often in a fifth step because I don't let people hang out on step four, you know? Like, I will be like, you know, if you get stuck uh, on one of the things, move on. We'll talk about it in step Hmm. five, right? Yeah. And so in a fifth step, often... It it becomes a thing where I'm just like sometimes having to reframe ones like that um, in terms mm-hmm. of, let's look at this. Uh, what What we're trying to find out is what are your mistakes, not with the thing that happened, what are your mistakes with this resentment? Like this is right. what we're taking inventory of. This is so a few pages before when it's talking about the commercial inventory and it's saying like, you know, one focus or one purpose of a commercial inventory is to find, like, unsaleable goods, right? And discard Mm. them, you know, with no haste. And that's exactly what we're going to do, right? So if all I'm trying to look at is, like, the bad stuff that I have so it can be cast out, um, I don't really need to spend, as page 67 says, and as you guys just said, any really more time on the first three columns. What I need to see is what bad shit do I have because it's really, it's not the resentment. Again, this is it's the parts of self that are exacerbating the resentment, right? Right. So, like, something right. bad happened, and that was objectively bad, right? Some objectively bad thing happened to me, let's say. Uh, 25 years later, I fucking hate that person still. Mm-hmm. And, and have I ever treated anyone unfairly because of it? <laughs> right what right. what is my what have my mistakes been with specifically hanging on to that resentment with not right. not seeking help with like acting out in fear based on it with not mm-hmm. considering other people's feelings anyone else's perspective on it with, with in consideration toward the people who wanted to be there to help me, but I didn't let them help me, you know? Right. All kinds of angles, I think, come out of that fourth column when we really do break it down that way.
1: Right. Yeah. And um, fortunately, I have a lot of personal examples of how I hurt other people who are completely unrelated to what happened in the second column. So I can give some pretty clear cut, like, here's what that looks like. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know? And um and in some cases, you know, I like I had resentments um, you know, when I came in to the program that were recent, in which I played a role. Um, but, you know, and I had to look at that as well, you know, where I played a role in, you know, the incident in, in column two. Mm. Um, but I certainly made more mistakes in holding on to the
0: resentment over it.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Totally. I mean, I use this example all the time with, um, you know, I mean, I feel like I had some traumatic things happen to me. I had a hard upbringing. I think objectively you could say, um, not a hard upbringing, but just some events that were traumatic in my childhood. I think you could objectively say it was a bad hand. And, um, you know, I always use this example with sponsees because it's like, yeah, none of that was my fault at all. But like you were talking about, I have no part in any of it, Mm. but you know, throughout my life, there's endless examples. I mean, the entirety of my drug use of like manipulating my family and treating them like shit and, um, just being a horrible brother and son, um, and uncle, uh, excuse me um you know i think i like i knew like i manipulated that fact i think they knew that like almost like they were walking on eggshells knowing like i used it as a rationalization for my drug use and alcoholism and i think they kind of were like walking on eggshells of like knowing like oh yeah you did kind of have it rough and like Mm. Uh, I don't know how I'd react if I had a childhood like that, or if those events happened to me. And so it was like, it's kind of like using this, um, yeah, using these events to to Mm -hmm. continue to harm people for years and years and years. And and it is an excuse, essentially. I'm like, that's that's my fault. (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And they're hard the pills to those, swallow,
2: right? Yeah, the key is if I can't see that I've made mistakes with a resentment, I can't get free of it. I'm right. If if I, if it's your fault, you got to change, and you is the fucking known universe, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it- and and one phrase that I'll hear in the rooms um, is justified resentment. Oof. and I yeah and that's um a phrase that comes from the 12 and 12. <laughs> but um <laughs> but, and which just sends this message that like yeah that's a special resentment you know that we get to keep like I, I you know and like you were saying earlier John you know it, it fancied or real it's gonna block me from God no you know the stupid petty Resentments will have me pick up a drink as much as the the mm-hmm. real justified ones, and we have a solution that's the same regardless of what kind of resentment it is. Right. If we want to label them,
2: so like you, you mentioned know? earlier, you can't remember the last time you were angry or whatever. Like uh, that's not true for me. Let me just say that <laughs> um, I can't. I I can't remember. I mean, I I. I can't remember the, the last time I reacted like an insane person about anger, you know, but, yeah. um, yeah, you know, I have a toddler and a, you know, I, mean, I have, you know, a hectic job and, you know, crazy schedule and I'm absolutely a human being and I will have, you know, an, a fear-based anger reaction to some things, but the, the interesting thing is like w- when I'm in step 10 and I have that kind of anger, like to what you were just saying, I will have experiences. <laughs> it's funny to me right now. Cause I'm not angry. Um, I will have experiences where I was just as angry about an argument with my wife for like 15 minutes. I was just as angry about that. That started about how I used some dish soap out of like the the new <laughs> bottle, and then I because I didn't notice that the old bottle was already was still had
1: some, you know. Some you didn't notice like... that the old bottle still had some <laughs> in it. I'm
2: sorry. I'm gonna You're get dead. angry again. So, God. <laughs> so so like I like that that'll happen. Like and I'll get I'll get just as angry, or I'll get more angry about that. Than about, like, the auto insurance, like, denying the claim for the truck that, like, ran into my car. And ha- it was just no fault of ours, you know? It was like, I'll be more angry about that thing for 15 <laughs> minutes than I was about this other thing that cost me, like, hundreds of dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, and it's so funny to to be able to have the tool of Step 10 that I learned in mm-hmm. Step 4. Because I will get to an understanding... Where I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I am literally mad about something completely idiotic that that doesn't matter at all. That I tried for 15 straight minutes to be pissed off about and to rationalize and to dig down (laughs) deep and be like, well, here's if she was just do this and she'd just be that. And then when I just sit down and I do 10 step on it, I go like, wow, this is, I'm a total clown. I was being self-pitying. Yeah. Like, I see it all. Right? I see everything yeah. through this process. And I get redirected to the solution, which, you know, in that specific instance was, hey, can we talk? I really was unfair to you earlier. That, that was a very bad overreaction. I treated you poorly. I Like... I really don't want to bring that dynamic to our conversations, you know, and that gets resolved like that. So mm-hmm. can I remember the last time that I was angry and then it didn't end up that way? No, I can't, you know, because mm. that's the fucking tools that I have. Thanks to looking at my mistakes with these resentments, you know, the, the first right. time I really remember doing that. I've talked about on the show before was in my four step with my boss, and I got to the fourth column, and I was like cracking up because I was like, "I'm a bad employee." <laughs> I was just like, "I'm not a good employee." I like, I who want, knew? Yeah, I was like, "I want everything, and I want to give nothing to this job." You know, but I want to be treated like king shit at this job, and it was so freeing. It was just freedom right. from that resentment from, from then on. It was just freedom. Yeah. And I do fundamentally have a different understanding and perception of that person from then, from then forward, you know, and so I, cool. I found freedom from that resentment. Right. So consider the resentment bone picked, I guess. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Fair amount of bone picking.
1: <laughs> I love bone picking. Uh, and actually, yeah, that's the only time that I do get resentful and super angry is when I hear people <laughs> in Alcoholics Anonymous talk about page 552. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, it really chaps my ass when you talk about resentments <laughs> the wrong way. Boils
1: <laughs> my <Yeah>. ham.
2: <laughs> my ham is permanently <laughs> boiled. Right. That's right. Awesome. Well, thank you for burning a resentment. I mean, burning a desire with us. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to frame this uh this type of episode.
1: I I feel like the title is going to be There is to a fourth column. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: examining the 14th column. <laughs> yeah, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, or, yeah like, uh, the shit out of people. Like, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yes, yeah, beyond <laughs> it's like uh, inventory beyond the thirteenth column. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but, <sighs> meanwhile, people who don't like obsessively pour over the big book like it's some fucking ancient aliens bullshit. or just be like, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> All right. Well, oh, man. Thank you so much, Mrs. Jones, for burning your desire. Thank you. <laughs> and Thank you, Clarence. <laughs> thank you. Co-host with the most. <laughs> I don't know about that, but... <laughs> All right, I'm going to go write a resentment on Clarence now. <laughs> he, he, he rejected my compliment.
0: You're...
1: I think your part is that you just expected too much.
2: Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Uh, my part is um, that I put faith in you to do a good job. <laughs> 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 That's the one. Those are the ones that you hear at the meetings where people talk about. just oh my God.
0: <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah. That, that, that phrase that, you know, um, uh, oh, expectations are just are, are just pre, pre yeah, premeditated resentment. So I just can't ever expect anything ever. The fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah, I was like, okay.
0: This has been a podcast greater than yourself.
2: A podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics. All involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of Alcoholics Anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer. We do not claim to represent Alcoholics Anonymous. All comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: Thanks for listening.